Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, where I look at the much-hyped, much-anticipated Captain America 3 Civil War, and in which I am just in from the cinema, which was packed and hotter than the ninth dimension of hell. It was also crawling with kids, even though this is a 12A, and this is not how 12As work, people. And when I say kids, I mean kids under 10. Anyway, enough of me griping and bitching and mourning, and I'll with the show. Starring, and this is a long cast list folks, Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, Don Cheadle, Jeremy Rayner, Chadwick Boseman, Paul Bethany, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Rudd, Daniel Bra Brow, and Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yes folks, the much-hyped, super-annoying superhero is in this, but more on him later. Directed by Anthony and Joe Russo, once again after doing the hyper-successful Captain America 2. So before I start the review, which would be spoiler-filled by the way, whatever happened to Agent Coulson? I thought this was supposed to be his big comeback. Hmm, guess not then. Also, is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. really worth watching anymore? I don't think so. Hmm. Anywho, on, anyway, on with the show, which has a great 10-15 minutes opening fight scene, where Cap is seen hunting down his nemesis, Crossbones, who was played by Frank Grillo after reprising his role from Captain America 2, which I've been trapping around for several months, as Crossbow, uh, Crossbones and his team are trying to steal an unnamed biological weapon and are stopped by Captain Splinter Avengers, um, led by Falcon, also Scarlet Witch, and Black Widow. So after a quick fight and they'll escape with the biological weapon, the team splits up with Falcon going after two and the Black Widow going after the other two, with Capt having a fight scene with Crossbones, which leads into a chase down a busy street, where Crossbones kills himself in a fiery blaze, but not before throwing a sticky grenade at Captain America's shield, which he throws into the air, which Scarlet Witch throws into an office building, blowing it up, killing several people. This is it, the final straw, as the world's governments are had enough of all the disasters and devastation, and also all of the supervillains trying to take over the world. So, they push through a thing that should have been called the Mutant Registration Act. However, they call it in this thing the Slavokia Accords. I think that's how you pronounce that. If not, I don't give a shit, frankly. And, of course, this is General Ross that's doing this, or Secretary Ross, as he's called in this movie. And, of course, Iron Man's up for this thing. So Tony pushes for it, and some Avengers do it. However, some don't, including Captain America himself, who feels this will just be a way of bureaucrats to force them into doing stuff they don't really need to nor want to do. So the splinters the splinter off into two groups, and they have a little tiff. However, there's more to be done as at the UN signing process. However, after agreeing with Tony, Black Widow goes to the United Nations to be an Avengers statesman or, or figurehead, what the hell she is in this thing, and she meets the Black Panther and his father, King Chitaka, I think that's how I pronounce that, who is quickly killed by a bomb which was left there by Zemo trying to frame the Winter Soldier. So of course Captain jumps to the Winter Soldier's side as it is bro and this is basically a bromance movie between Captain America, Winter Soldier and their bromance and Iron Man and War Machine's 
and their bromance. So, um, Captain hunts down Winter Soldier and gets rid of hiding, which he's been trying to do for several, seven or so years, it says in the movie. And a fight ensues. So, after getting captured and jailed, so long story short, the Captain America's team, including Ant-Man, which he recruits on the fly, uh, Scarlet Witch, who escapes from the prison where she's imprisoned by Vision, and a few other people, including Falcon and Hawkeye, uh, they have a showdown at an airport with Iron Man's team, including War Machine, Spider-Man, yes folks, Spider-Man, the super annoying teenager Spider-Man, who is an annoying little millennial in this movie, and frankly should have been cut out, and shouldn't have bothered bringing him into this Marvel Universe, even though he is part of the Marvel Universe, but he was Fox's Marvel Universe. Anyway, moving on. Also on his team is Vision and the Black Panther, because he wants revenge on a Winter Soldier, even though it's clear that Winter Short Soldier didn't do the, the bombings, it was actually the Zemo guy, who turns out to be one of the super soldiers that was made in the 90s from some mysterious blue liquid, um, which was shown earlier in the movie, which is why Tony's father and mother was killed, because it was the remnants of the super soldier serum that made Captain America. Yes, and see that 10 times fast super soldier serum. <laughs> so, after the main fight, they hunt down Zomo, and this is where we find out Winter Soldier's dirty little secret that he was the one who actually killed Tony's mother and father. And after a huge fight scene between Tony, Captain America, and the Winter Soldier, in which Iron Man blows Winter Soldier's arm off and almost kills Captain, Iron Man gets his ass whipped by the Captain and he just walks away, leaving his shield. There's a face off between Black Panther and Zemo where he says he's the one that killed his, his father, not Winter Soldier. So Zemo puts him in a super hold and knocks him out, and puts him in jail. However, I just realised I missed the huge fight scene where Ant-Man turns into a Giganta Man or Gigantic Man, with Spider-Man tripping up using the super old movie Return of the Jedi. Yes, folks, he's a piss-poor, annoying fucking millennial. And that is pretty much the end of the movie, where Captain and his... Splinter Cell go off one side and the Iron Man and his Splinter Cell going off the other side with a note saying he will be back if needed and all he has to do is call him on his cell phone. So that brings me to the end of this movie. I'm going to give this thing a solid 8 out of 10. A great movie, however a little bit long and could be trimmed by at least 35 minutes. So anyway, thanks for listening and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and come back next month when I look at midday movies such as Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, the Friday the 13th remake and the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I also will be doing X-Men Apocalypse so if you want to listen to them come back next month. Anyway thanks for listening and bye.